have this friendly against Latvia, which is a little bit of a nothing game. It could be interesting that game now if it is the case that this is when Evan Ferguson starts and maybe that's his chance. Subscribe now to the OTB Football Podcast stream wherever you get your podcasts and download the OTB Sports app. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. All right, Aya is the leading vitamin and supplement brand for all the family and is delighted to announce a brand partnership with Irish Rugby International player Robbie Henshaw for 2023. Aya is committed to delivering only the highest quality food supplements and vitamins and to support health and well-being for all the family. Exclusive to Irish pharmacies, Aya is widely available across the country, and I'm delighted to be joined by Robbie Henshaw today. Robbie, how are you? I'm good, thanks. Thanks for having me. Not at all. You're coming back from uh, injury at the moment. Uh, when can we see you back on the pitch or expect to? Yeah, yeah. So it's, uh, things are going well. Um, I'm potentially back uh, back to full contact in the next couple of weeks. Um, so, yeah, uh, things are on track. Uh, aiming to be, you know, fit um, fit in about two two three weeks time. So, uh, yeah, so we're yeah, hitting the right markers at the moment, um, and things are progressing. I read that you were um, watching the last dance last year when you were feeling ill ahead of the game to Toulouse. Are you watching anything right now that's going to get you back in the swing of things? Um, I haven't really gone gone back to the sports talk. Although um, I, I saw Netflix recently re- um, released a, a tennis kind of a documentary on called Breakpoint. So I've started watching that, and it's pretty pretty good to see kind of how how the individual sports people in tennis uh, operate. So it's it's fascinating. You talked about last season and how you struggled with injuries at the start and then you aimed to bounce back and really finish strong. You've had a few issues this year. Are you planning on the same kind of trajectory um, for 2023? Yeah, I think so. Uh, last year was definitely stop-starty in, in terms of, of injuries for me. But, uh, yeah, going to look to last year and um, see how I, how I went that way in, in terms of you know coming back and making sure I finish off the season strong. So, um, yeah, a bit of a blip this, this season in the middle. Had a go- actually had a good strong start to the season, um, playing a good few games with Leinster at the start of the season. Then... November kind of um, I got stopped in, in my tracks a bit with the hamstring but you know um, it's good starting the new year on a positive note hopefully in the next few weeks and and build build towards the end of the season yeah uh, obviously yesterday well we're recording this on Friday but uh, mm. the Ireland squad recently announced you're not in it yet but maybe more of that and on um, <laughs> but in the squad is Jamie Osborne uh, obviously a Leinster teammate of yeah. yours and uh, first call up you've played alongside him were you surprised that he got his call up this young no absolutely not um, I think we've seen um, the talent he he is um, we we recognise him Leinster brought him in training when he was you know just out of school as a, as a 19 year old um, he's massive talent um, so we've seen him uh, on the training paddock the last few years what he's able to do and um, it, he's shown in his performance last week against Gloucester really showed he's, he's capable of stepping up up to the next level so he's no, he's brilliant I'm delighted for him yeah because a lot of people have made much of the fact that he's 21 years old he's only had 28 appearances for Leinster people think maybe it's just a little bit too soon but I mean you got your debut when you were 20 years old if I'm right in thinking yeah. and it like, took like a duck to water so yeah. 
is it really like is a youth a big factor or is it when you're ready you're ready not necessarily I think it's, I think when you're you've been in the environment which Jamie has been in and out training with Ireland and he's played on the kind of emerging Ireland uh, team as well so he's, he's he has experience uh, in and around camp um, and I don't think youth is, is a factor I think it shows um, if uh, I remember someone who said to me if you're, if you're good enough you're old enough so um, I think he's shown that um, how do you cope with that step up from international level because it is a huge step up um, and we've seen players who've just come in had a few games with their province and gone all the way to the top so how do you get that confidence and make sure you hit the ground running yeah it's about probably staying calm when you get get your foot in the door um, you know things are definitely heightened in terms of pressure uh, your time on the ball um, physicality everything detailed you know things are definitely heightened and go to another level so probably being calm and being able to you know take what comes in your stride um, yeah so that that'll be my my way of looking at it um, not getting too um, obsessed with it either you know being able to you know um, have fun along the way as well I think is important well, fun along the way is a good uh, good point because mm. sometimes I'd say you have your half a mind of I need to impress and do something that's going to wow everybody mm. um, and another part is I don't want to say like I just need to get through this but you want to make sure you get through without making any mm. mistakes so is that a balance that's always in the back of your mind or do you really do you just play as part of the team um, I think off the pitch, there's always um, there's always great crack in the change room, uh, in the coffee room, you know, around the around the dining table. So, I think when you're the, the the old saying, when you're on, you're on. So when you're on the pitch, you're on. When you're in the gym, you're on. Um, but you know, when you're off the pitch, that's when you can have a laugh um, have to crack with the lads but you know in, in a good way that you're still getting work done around your analysis around your getting with your other teammates and um, making sure you're you're on top of your work and looking back at training and things like that uh, Last season felt like a bit of a season of nearlies for both Leinster and Ireland I mean you lost the URC semi-final to the Bulls came up just short against La Rochelle and you know but for the kick of a ball against France we might have won the Six Nations so <laughs> What does that do for 2022-23? Is that in the back of your mind that we nearly got there this year and there's a little bit more to do? Or how does that affect you? Yeah, I think you know last year was obviously... There's fine margins, is what I call it, in terms of some of those... Um, top level games like you, like you alluded to the La Rochelle game just find f- just little moments in the game that you know bounce of a ball we could have won that game you know literally um, so I think yeah it just goes to show when you get to the top level um, there's no real second chances you, you you don't have the the time in the game you don't have you don't have the, the chances if you're given chances and you don't take them it'll come back to bite you so I think that's probably a learning from probably all the last season the, the games we've played is is probably not just that little bit of being clinical um, missing that little bit and, and then not having the time to make up for it let's go back because as I said it's nearly 10 years since you made your Ireland debut it's 11 years since uh, I saw you first in a school scups uh, final against my beloved Saigo Grammar you won that day and uh, sorry about that <laughs> I was waiting for the apology thank you very much do you have fond memories of playing those school's cup games because I mean 
they are a different kind of pressure, aren't they? Absolutely. I was just yeah, I did a recent interview for for um, a school's uh, cup spread because I know the school the cups is starting soon, mm-hmm. uh, and I just said one yeah, it was one of the one of my favourite um, periods of playing rugby was. Firstly, you're with your mates in school. Uh, secondly, just so young, and um, you know, uh, for what we did in terms of winning the cup, it was hadn't been done in 35 years. So that period of going through the year and, and playing well in, in the games, um, we had good challenges. We played away in Gloucester in a in a schools kind of competition. We came up to Black Rock and played played the seconds team up here, which a young Gary Ringrose was playing 15 at the time. Um, so there was oh, there was great great memories along along the way and definitely one of my favourite periods of um, of my career but, or just leading into my professional career was that last year in school playing with with my mates. Mm, yeah, um, how does the pressure of playing in Eden Park or Twickenham compare with going up to Sligo to face the Grammar or going down to Ballinasloe to face Garbley? <laughs> um, the pressure not so much. I think the pressure of playing on a uh, a, a waterlogged pitch or playing <laughs> playing up to up, muck up to your um, up to your ankles I think that's probably that brings on a different sort of pressure and a different game so they're, they're the memories that you know I, I'll I want to forget is playing those kind of even the Maris like the, the, the pitch you know was hit and miss a lot of the times yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> boggy enough stuff but no great crack brilliant um, when you got into the Connick side I heard recently that um when you were just breaking in at like 1920 Dan Parks was a really big help and an yep. assistant to you what kind of stuff did he um, infuse you with in terms of confidence and helping you find your feet there I think yeah Dan was brilliant firstly he was such for such uh, a big name to be signed in Connacht you know he was he was the big name who the first big name who, who did signed um, and you could see the minute he walked into the club um, you know he led from the front uh, his his energy in and around training off the pitch was, was second to none like he's always in a good mood real positive um, and for me he just kind of helped um, grow me in, uh, like lead me into professional game he, he helped my growth as a player um, and yeah I always um yeah, I'll, I'll always remember that, you know, and I'm grateful for for what he did for me in terms of that. And do you feel you've an onus now to kind of mentor the younger players? I mean, you're a mm-hmm. two-time lion now at this stage. You've done pretty much everything there is to do in rugby. Or do you think ah, I have no truck with that? I focus on my own game. You know, you just have to be a little bit selfish. Or how do you go about that? Um, I no, I definitely, definitely think there's there's an onus on on the senior players to to help the next generation, to help the the younger guys coming through. Um, but again, it's hard to step aside your own game and leave your own game and go to to help someone else in terms of you have a lot to think about as well. But um, I think it has to be from both sides. Um, the younger guys need to be able to come and, uh, and ask you things I think that's that's key um, and to come out of their shell that's that's a big thing um, but yeah for me I definitely it's a thing that I'll, I'll look to do um, in the next few years is, is to sit down with, with the younger guys coming through uh, Jack Carty was in that senior cup team as well, wasn't he? Or was he? Uh, Jack was the year before. Year before, yeah, right? Yeah. So you would have played together, obviously, mm-hmm. up and through senior cup and Connacht as well. You faced each other yeah. as well a few times, um, playing for Connacht mm-hmm. and Leicester respectively. How do you? Are you trying to, you know, one up each other, or how does that <laughs> dynamic work? 
Yeah, it's um, all, I've played on the same team for Jack for for most of my life. Um, yeah, no, he's he's a great mate, and um, he's been brilliant for Connacht. Um, he's he's closing in on Eric Elwood's um, all-time record. He's he's not far off, which is which is great to see. Um, yeah, it's it's funny enough. The first time we played each other was only I think two two years ago. I think um, just the way the games fell, I never never got to play against him. But um, yeah, we had some some funny uh, interactions within the game. Had a, had a laugh and, and a slag. Um, but yeah, it was definitely weird because I, as I said, I usually used to play on the same team as them, and coming out lining up against them was was different. Is that? Um, do you know some of his ticks? Does he know things that he's going to target in your game? Does he? How do you? How do you balance that while still kind of keeping that friendship? Um, well, I wouldn't say we know each, each other's game unbelievably well, but. Um, just more the interaction. I think um, you know when he first, when I first ran into him, when he tackled me or when I tackled him, you know it was just funny. Um, had a laugh on the ground, getting up after and, and um, kind of something stuff like that. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So the squad, the Six Nations squad, is convening mm. now. I think they're going to Portugal for some warm yeah. weather training. Yeah. What's that like being on the outside looking in when you're still kind of in recovery mode? Are you? Mm envious what's going through your mind um yeah listen it's 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 for me it's still a little bit too soon to to be there so i think yeah obviously you want i want to be in my head i want to be fit i want to be available and, and go and, and be in, uh, be included in the squad but um yeah i'll be i'll keep the head down now and and make sure i, I get myself right um just i know what's what's around the corner and um it's it's a big year so i think I have a chance to just make sure everything's perfect uh, prior to coming back um, and then hopefully um, we'll see what happens come um, the, in the next few weeks. And when you're down and when your confidence is a little bit lower, um, I know there's a huge emphasis now on mental health and player mm. welfare and being in that right mm. mindset. How do you kind of balance that? I know you've got plenty of I wouldn't say distractions, but diversions through music and yeah. all other sorts. Are they good aids for you in terms of getting over the disappointment of not being out there? Definitely, yeah. I think um, not staying inside, getting out for a walk with the dog is, is another um, meditation for me. Uh, sorry, meditation as well is brilliant. Mm. Uh, just just um, you know, finding the quiet space, putting the phone down. Yeah, um, yeah that's brilliant. Um, yeah, it is, and and I think as you as you said, I think mental health in within the the world today is is a big talk uh, big topic. Um, we're lucky enough that we have a good good core group of su- uh, support within the RFU and within Leinster. Um, Tackle your feelings has been launched. It's um, a service that's available to all players, a counselling service. So there's people there to talk to if if you are down or in need of of, of someone to ch- talk to. So you know we're making great great um, strides forward in, in that sense but um, yeah I think just have to take every day as it comes try and stay positive and, and realise I think a big thing is realising that it's not going to be every day isn't going to be a good day right. uh, and being able to accept that and then make sure you try and come back in and, 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 fl- and, and try and flick it yeah because like the frustration I know you've had your issues with injuries and mm. lots has been made of the fact that you'd come back and you'd still be the same player you were but stringing a strong string of games together was something difficult does that kind of 
frustrate you sometimes or do you, is it just part and parcel of um, being a rugby player? No, I think it's part and parcel of being a rugby player. Um, you just need to be able to, to deal with it, accept that it's, it's the nature of the game. Um, but yeah, it's uh, always a player I pre- played it previously said to me when he both of us were rehabbing together he said always look at it as, as a window of opportunity to develop yourself develop your your body physically and to come back stronger and, and, and you know rip back into it so I think when you are out for a prolonged period it, it gives you more of a hunger to get back and, and to enjoy it more so Right okay mm. uh, you're into your seventh season at Leinster now at this stage mm. are you a proper Dublin boy now or <laughs> have you still maintained your connection to the West or, or the yeah, Midlands really? um, yeah no I definitely still still maintain my connection um, I don't get home as much um, my parents definitely remind me of that uh, but yeah no I still always um, always have time for, for, for everyone back home and, and always um, grateful for, for the support that you know the town of Athlone has given me and will continue to give me um, you know there's some great people there that have supported me from from when I was a kid, so um, you know, I'm truly grateful. Yeah, because like you're someone who clearly loves your community in Athlone. Mm. That love is very much reciprocated. How does it factor into your performances and your overall goals? Yeah, I think um, when you see what it means to to people around you. Um, I'm not even saying from where I'm from, but the whole country, even across the globe, um, a key. Um, example of that was when we went to New Zealand and just talking to people after uh, after that third test and seeing what it meant to people at home you know, seeing videos of people you know watch up early watching it um, it almost injected you know a massive lift and of energy and, and joy to the to the country and we only we only kind of seen it uh, when we got back in Irish soil like and then over Christmas kind of seeing snippets of the I haven't watched the full documentary but seeing bits of the documentary and um you know, people talking to me after saying that it was, you know, unbelievable. Um, just what we did, and uh, I think that that kind of that spurs you on as a player to try and, you know, um, to re- make make those memories more more often, or to for people to have that more often. You know, that kind of experience and that that feeling. Yeah. Last one from me, Robbie. Then um, we have a, a big 2023 mm. coming up. There's Six Nations Champions Cup. It's the small matter of the World Cup later on in the year. Mm. What are your personal goals for 2023? Yeah. So, firstly, get back on the pitch, um, and then um, I suppose hopefully play in it, play play a part in the Six Nations, um, and then hopefully you know target the kind of finals rugby uh, knockout rugby stages with Leinster um, you know we every, every club's ambition that's in both competitions is to win it so yeah personally is, is to be involved and, and have have um, you know have an impact um, positively in the group uh, for the remainder of the year and hopefully finish with, with silver OTB AM with Gillette get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar 